Welcome to episode 52 of the Mayberry Devotional entitled, Think. Today, I'll be looking at season 2, episode 17 of the Andy Griffith Show, The Jinx. I'll also be looking at scripture from Colossians chapter 4, verse 6. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Our episode starts out in the barbershop, as Floyd and Barney are playing checkers. Also in the barbershop is Sam from the hardware store, Frank the butcher, and Henry Bennett. As Barney is thinking, he notices Henry's looking over his left shoulder, and he asks Henry to move, as looking over somebody's left shoulder is bad luck. After Barney makes his move, Floyd is able to jump Barney's checkers and, well, it beat him, at which time Barney turns around and he blames Henry for causing him to lose and calls him a jinx. Then Barney brings up another time when he thinks Henry to be a jinx. Andy walks in just about the time that he hears Floyd telling the time that his boy was jinxed by Henry at a Little League game. Andy tries to explain to them that there's no such thing as a jinx, but the men in the barbershop aren't having any of it. Andy then goes on to try to smooth things over with Henry and invites Henry to go out on his boat for the opening day of fishing season. When Barney finds out about it, he's all up in arms because of it, and, well, he goes on this big, long explanation of how having Henry along will ruin his date with Thelma Lou that evening. Later, we see Opie stop by the courthouse, and he finds Barney reading a book in the back room. Barney goes on to explain how they need to look fishing the next day and comes across a piece in the book that rubbing the head of a red-headed man or a boy will bring luck. The next day, while out on the boat, their luck in fishing doesn't seem to be doing too well until Andy catches this big fish. Unfortunately, it's about the same time that Barney notices that the boat is leaking and all three men sink into the water. Next, we see Andy as he enters the barbershop and the, the men there start to give Andy a hard time because of the mishap while fishing. As they stand around discussing jinxes and bad luck, Aunt B walks in selling tickets for the church social. As Aunt B is discussing the prize, Barney sees Henry Bennett coming and he has everyone touch his rabbit's foot and perform a ceremony to protect themselves from the jinx, being Henry Bennett. When Henry enters, Andy explains what they're doing and Henry admits that he's tired of being known as the town jinx and, well, he's leaving town. After Henry leaves, Andy goes on the, to give him an earful of how they run off a good citizen over just a joke. Andy then comes up with an idea of how they can get Henry some, well, some good luck. It's decided to rig the drawing at the church social so that Henry will win the portable TV that is being given away. Finally, the church social comes on Saturday night, and as the hat is being passed around to draw a winner, we find out that all the slips in the hat are numbered 44, and everyone will let Henry come up with his number when the winner is picked. However, when Andy draws out the lucky number, number 44, no one comes forward. They finally check Henry Bennett's number, and they find out that Henry has the number 6 and 7 eighths, the tag with the hat size on it. Andy stops Henry on his way out and explains how they rigged the drawing so that Henry would win. And when he didn't draw number 44, they still all agree that he should win the TV anyway. Aunt B and Andy then go on to explain how everyone wanted to, to do something good for Henry to cheer him up. And with friends like that, Henry is truly a winner. Andy then has Barney take Henry home with his new TV, but you can see the slight panic in his eyes until he finds a red-headed man to rub the head of. The epilogue shows Andy and Opie playing checkers, and when Opie beats Andy, Barney laughs at him over his loss. Andy then starts playing Barney off as the jinx, you know, causing him to lose and then causing him to storm when they're on their way to go fishing. On a side note, this is the first episode in which we see Leon, played by Ron Howard's little brother, Clint Howard. Clint played Leon in five episodes of The Andy Griffith Show. The Bible verse I want to look at today comes from Colossians chapter 4, verse 6. 
Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Paul writes to the Colossians because they're having some troubles in the church from what appears to be outside sources. While we're not told exactly what the trouble is, Paul writes to them concerning a few things and writes to build them up. It's near the end of his letter that we finally see the final set of instructions. He starts off by writing, their speech needs to be gracious. I believe Paul is writing to them in the sense of relating their speech to that of God's grace. Even in his salutation in Colossians 1 verse 2, Paul writes of grace when he says, To the saints and faithful brothers in Christ of Colossae, grace to you and peace from God our Father. The New American Commentary says the result is something like this. Let your speech be always with the graciousness appropriate to Christians, i.e. those who live in a state of grace. The second part of the verse, Paul writes that our speech needs to be seasoned with salt. When we think of adding salt, we think of how it seasons food, how it gives it a little bit more flavor. Think of what popcorn would be like without a little bit of salt, or what french fries would be like without some salt. Salt can make an objectionable meal taste much better. So by seasoning our speech, we can make an otherwise unpleasant conversation just a little more amiable. Paul writes for the Colossians to have a gracious speech, one that is seasoned with salt so that they'll know how to answer those who they might speak to over their faith. No doubt Paul made many people mad during his time when he preached, but I believe that he done what he could to speak to them graciously so he could try to win them to Christ. In the Jinx episode, we see Barney and several others giving Henry Bennett a hard time, making him out to be a Jinx. While Barney seems to be the ringleader, we notice the other men follow right along and they make fun of Henry also. After Henry makes an announcement he'll be leaving Mayberry, Andy goes on to, well, what we might say, he goes on to give them a good talking to. While the men admit that they're doing it just for fun, they didn't realize how ungracious their speech had been and they didn't realize what the harm that they were causing up until Henry was leaving. I'm sure if you're old enough to talk, then most likely you've done something similar. Maybe you've said something hurtful without really thinking about it, though. Or maybe you just get carried away teasing and go a little too far and you hurt somebody's feelings. Or maybe you're just one of those people and you had one of those times in your life when you were just mean. If I were to be perfectly honest, I think I fall into the second category. I never know when to stop talking and teasing people and, well, it gets me in trouble quite a bit. The book of Proverbs tells us that, Whosoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of trouble. I wish I could say I remember this verse at the appropriate time and practice it like I should, but unfortunately, I only end up remembering it after I've gone too far. Unfortunately, we see this quite often in the world we live in today, but most of the time the world ends up being in that third category. Barney started making Henry out to be a jinx, and while he might not have believed it to begin with, I think the more he carried on, well, the more he did believe it. But the worst part of all of it was that he made Henry feel so bad that he was ready to leave town. Barney was not talking with a gracious tongue, and his speech was not flavored with salt. Many times, I think we all have a tendency to let our tongue get carried away, and when we do, we let our ungracious side come out. While Paul's words here are mainly written to the Colossians, I think it's something that we can really look at today, and we can say it's just as timely as it ever has been. I read a quote on the internet, and while I couldn't find its author, I want to use it here. It says, Before you speak, think. T. Is it true? H. Is it helpful? I. Is it inspiring? N. Is it necessary? And K. Is it kind? So, before we say words that might be harmful, let us think. 
I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mayberry Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. I hope you'll join me next week as we'll look at episode 18 of season 2, Jailbreak. Until then, thanks for listening.